Exodus chapter 35. Now in this chapter, Moses is now speaking to the people and telling them everything that God told him on the mountain, both times that he was on the mountain. It's going to be a repeat. It's going to go over all the same laws and all the same instructions about how to build the tabernacle. But instead of God telling Moses, now it's Moses telling the people. Verse 1, And Moses assembled all the congregation of the children of Israel and said unto them, These are the words which the Lord hath commanded, that ye should do them. 2. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be to you a holy day, a Sabbath of solemn rest to the Lord. Whosoever doeth any work therein shall be put to death. The physical death in the Old Testament represents spiritual death in the New Testament. 3. Ye shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations upon the Sabbath day. And you might say, well, what if it's winter? God is the one who created winter, and he knows how to keep his people warm. So if God told them not to have a fire on the Sabbath, even in the winter, God is going to keep them warm, just like he promised Moses in the last chapter. When you come to the temple three times a year, I'm going to make sure that nobody steals your property. So of course, if they don't light a fire on the Sabbath, God is going to make sure that they're warm. That's why we really need to trust the Lord. We need to obey him and know that he's going to work everything out. 4. And Moses spoke unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, 5. Take ye from among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it. The Lord's offering, gold and silver and brass. And now these are all the materials that they need to create the tabernacle. So Moses is now saying, this is what the Lord wants you to donate to him. 6. And blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair. 7. And ram skins dyed red and seal skins and acacia wood. 8. And oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. 9. And onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate. 10. And let every wise-hearted man among you come and make all that the Lord hath commanded. Now, they're also going to donate men who are skilled in art and craftsmanship. So they're also going to donate their time. 11. The tabernacle, its tent and its coverings, its clasps and its boards, its bars, its pillars and its sockets. 12. The ark and the staves thereof, meaning the poles, the ark cover and the veil of the screen, meaning the screen that separates the ark of the covenant from the rest of the tabernacle on the inside. 13. The table and its staves and all its vessels and the showbread. 14. The candlestick also for the light and its vessels and its lamps and the oil for the light. 15. And the altar of incense and its staves. And so the staves are the poles that carry it and the anointing oil and the sweet incense and the screen for the door at the door of the tabernacle. The outside screen, which is at the door of the tabernacle, separating the tabernacle from the courtyard. 16. The altar of burnt offering, with its grating of brass, its staves, and all its vessels, the laver and its base. So all the parts of the altar that's in the courtyard. 17. The hangings of the court, the pillars thereof, and their sockets, and the screen for the gate of the court. This is all of the massive pieces of cloth that are going to make the gate of the courtyard that are colored. There's the linen cloth, and then there's the screen that's multicolored, and then there is the pillars and the silver pieces that hold it all together. And then there's, you know, the goat's hair covering and the seal skin covering and all that stuff. 
18, the pins of the tabernacle and the pins of the court and their cords. The cords meaning the ropes. You know, the old-fashioned tent that you would tie with ropes and pins to the ground. That's the kind of pins and ropes that this is talking about. 19, the plated garments for ministering in the holy place. And that's the linen that has its own crisscross checker design on it, but it's all white. It's like a raised design. The holy garments for Aaron the priest and the garments of his sons to minister in the priest's office. And that's talking about the ephod and the breastplate and the bonnets. 20. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. So he's saying, we need to gather up all these items. So they all went home to go get these things, to go look for whoever had goat's hair and whoever had seal skins and whoever had beautifully dyed garments. And I'm sure some of them actually made some of this stuff, went home to make it with the materials they had. So say they already had seal skins. Maybe they already had goat skins, but they weren't dyed red yet. So they went home, oh, go get out the skins, dye them red, and get out the material to make the linen and start making linen. You know, so they went home to do these things. 21, and they came, everyone whose heart stirred him up. You know how at church, some people are stirred up to give an offering and other people aren't? So those who were stirred up within themselves that God had said, you're going to do this, those people brought all these items to Moses. And everyone whom his spirit made willing and brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tent of meeting and for all the service thereof and for the holy garments. God picked certain people to stir them up to have them bring the offering, and that's a blessing for them, but that doesn't mean that the other people don't love God. Either they didn't have the skill to make the things, or they didn't have the materials, or they didn't have the desire to participate in this way. But that doesn't mean that they won't participate later by worshiping the Lord and doing other things. When you go to church, some people are really stirred up to give an offering. Other people are really stirred up to worship. Other people are really stirred up to pray. Other people are really stirred up to share a testimony. Other people are stirred up to offer help to somebody in some sort of kindness and say, oh, are you moving? Okay, we'll show up tomorrow and we'll help you move. There's all different kinds of things that the Lord has people do. So there were certain people who the Lord had them provide all these materials. So they did this for the work of the tent of meeting and for all the service thereof and for the holy garments. 22, and they came, both men and women, as many as were willing-hearted, and brought nose rings and earrings and signet rings and girdles, all jewels of gold, even every man that brought an offering of gold unto the Lord. 23, and every man with whom was found blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and ram skins dyed red and seal skins brought them. Everybody who had the cloths that were needed brought them. And because it's going to be a whole lot that's needed, because think of how big this tabernacle is. It's really huge. Everyone that did set apart an offering of silver and brass brought the Lord's offering, and every man with whom was found acacia wood for any work of the service brought it. All the people of Israel are getting really excited, and they're going through the whole camp looking for acacia wood, looking for brass that they can use for all of the brass objects which are in the courtyard. They're excited. This sounds like a lot of fun. Everybody coming together to make this happen. 25. And all the women that were wise-hearted did spin with their hands and brought that which they had spun. It takes wisdom to do craftsmanship. I'm not a crafter at all. I can't do anything with my hands. But it takes wisdom to be able to create things with your hands. A special kind of wisdom. A wisdom with measurements, a wisdom with aesthetics, a wisdom with design, 
a wisdom with doing things straight. I can't do things in a straight line. That's one of my problems. If I create anything, it's going to be crooked. It takes wisdom to know how to do things correctly. So this means that if you are good at designing and doing artistic things and building, it's a gift from the Lord. And not everybody has that gift. These women brought that which they had spun, the blue and the purple and the scarlet and the fine linen. 26. And all the women whose heart stirred them up in wisdom spun the goat's hair. I was thinking that it was pressed, but it's actually spun. They're spinning it, making thread out of it, and then taking that thread and making a cloth. 27. And the rulers brought the onyx stones and the stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastplate. The chiefs in the tribes, they had more money, so they were able to bring the onyx. 28. And the spice and the oil for the light and for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense. 29. The children of Israel brought a free will offering unto the Lord, every man and a woman. So this is called a free will offering. It's what you have and you want to bring, you bring. No one was commanded any certain thing. People were just doing it of their own will. Like, I want to participate. I want to be a part of this. So I'm going to go dig up my fine linen or spin some linen cloth and bring it, whose heart made them willing to bring for all the work which the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses to be made. 30. And Moses said unto the children of Israel, See, the Lord hath called by name Basilel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. Now Moses is saying, the Lord actually named these two men, and I'm going to tell you who they are. They're going to be in charge of all the workmanship. Basilel means in the shadow of God, under the protection of God. This man who was picked to be one of the overseers of all the artwork and all the building, his name means in the shadow of God, Basilel. Isn't that beautiful? And so as he worked, he worked in God's shadow, which means God's spirit was hovering over him as he worked. And that's how he was able to do all this, to oversee all of it. 31. And he hath filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of worksmanship, and to devise skillful works to work in gold and in silver and in brass. 33. And in cutting of stones for setting and in carving of wood to work in all manner of skillful workmanship. 34. And he hath put in his heart that he may teach both he and Aholiab, the son of Ahizamach of the tribe of Dan. Now he's naming the other man Aholiab. They're going to oversee and they're going to teach the other craftsmen and the other artists. Aholiab means tent of the father. Isn't this awesome? His name means tent of the father, which literally is the tabernacle. The tabernacle is the tent of the father. And the Father himself is over the tabernacle as a pillar, a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And his son's blood is represented by all of the the animal sacrifices. And the mercy seat, which is on top of the Ark of the Covenant, is where some of that blood gets sprinkled. But eventually in the New Testament, the blood of Jesus Christ will get sprinkled onto the Ark of the Covenant. And we'll talk about that when we get to the New Testament. But it's all extremely exciting. And this is the tent of God. And that's what a holy abs name means. 
35. Them hath he filled with wisdom of heart to work all manner of workmanship, of the craftsmen, and of the skillful workmen, and of the weaver in colors, in blue, and in purple, in scarlet, and in fine linen, and of the weaver, even of them that do any workmanship, and of those that devise skillful works. From this we can discern that Aholiab was mainly in charge of the building itself and all the cloth that's required for the building itself for the outer courtyard and for the tabernacle and the roof of the tabernacle. So Aholiab is chiefly in charge of the actual tent coverings and fixtures. And then Basilel is chiefly in charge of the furnishings, priest's garments, and the furniture that's inlaid with gold and different things like that. Basilel is kind of covering the inside fine details and Aholiab is overseen, for the most part, the tent itself. Pretty awesome. And that concludes Exodus chapter 35.